right, didn't start yet. My nose running. Osama Awadallah, Awadallah, how do you pronounce it? Awadallah, Osama Awadallah, Awadallah, Awadallah. All right, let's make sure it's recording. Let's see. Is he popping on? Okay, let's see if he jumps on. It's not much. If he's on, let's see. Oh, let me record. Mm 
Okay, come on, get on. Recording, yes. Come on, get on. Come on. Show stop our Dalla. Come on. Ugh.
Come on, dude, where you at? Come on, I gotta get out of here. Hold on, Osama. Let me get you on camera. Hold on one second. Trying to get you on. Can you hear me? Testing one, two. Can you hear me, Osama? I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you perfect. Sound here. Give me one second here. Okay. Okay, I can hear you now. You hear me now? Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much. This is MMA fight coverage. We have Osama Showstopper Abadallah. Did I pronounce that right? 
You got it. So how'd you get your nickname, uh, Showstopper? Uh, well, the nickname was given to me after my first AMI fight years ago. Um, it was a second round finish. It really probably should have been a first round finish, but the guy faked like a groin shot. That was really a body shot. Yeah. yeah. Um, bought himself a little bit of time at the end of the first round. And then I think it was 15 seconds into the second round. I knocked him out and, um, it kind of blew the roof off of the place. And then the nickname was kind of born then. So how long have you been training MMA or it was just two? Um, so I've been, so I started when I was like seven years old in Taekwondo. So that was like more just traditional martial arts. And then, um, I started dabbling in a little jujitsu when I was like 14. Um, and then from there, I kind of progressed into, um, adding Muay Thai and, and wrestling and everything in with it. But yeah, jujitsu is probably the first, uh, legit martial art of the mixed martial arts that I was uh, training in. So where are you originally from? I'm originally from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So, uh, yeah, my, my Tigers are playing right now. They're beating Purdue. So, uh, <laughs> in the Citrus Bowl. So, you know, it's, it, I'm not happy that it didn't make the college football playoff, but at least they're winning their bowl game. So that's it happens. Fine. I don't hear a Louisiana accent, but you've probably been out here for a little while. I have. Where are you uh, training at and who are some of your coaches and training partners? So uh, right now I'm training out of Dragon Snake MMA and um, Faction Combatives. Uh, some of my coaches are Ricardo Jimenez. He runs Dragon Snake MMA. Um, Mason Hattery, he runs the MMA fight team at Faction. And then in my last fight, I had uh, Luis Benuelos, who was a coach of mine when I was like a teenager. He was in my corner as well. And then Princeton Jackson's one of my uh, best training partners and sort of coaches. He kind of will coach me uh, in jujitsu a little bit too, because I mean, he's a wizard on the ground as well. So Dragon Slayer is in, in uh, Tempe, correct? And where's the other one at? Uh, that's in Tempe. And then Faction is in, I want to say it's like East Mesa, Gilbert border. Okay. So can you uh, walk us through your last fight? You shot some really good uh, jiu-jitsu. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we, we came out and, uh, you know, emotions were really high because, you know, we almost got in a scrap with their whole team in the back and almost broke out. So uh, when we came out, it was just like um, I was very stern. I was almost a little bit tired because of all of the – that happened yeah. in the back and I think that was part of their game plan was to try to get me to uh get me to blow a lot of energy early but you know I just stayed focused and you know we we came out to the center of the ring I'm like jumping around and stuff and um he was talking all this time about how he's gonna knock me out and he's coming for me and all of that so I what I expected was a very aggressive approach early in the fight I expected him to try to take the center of the cage to fight toe to toe and try to try to put the pressure on me that wasn't the that wasn't the case at all in fact he started to back up and he kept making this gesture to me um I don't know how many people caught it on video but he was making this gesture like come on like come at me, come forward, you know, like, like he was almost scared that he was going to get countered. Like he, he was thinking he was going to be the, the counter striker. So I just stayed a little patient. And then I threw a, I threw a body kick because I saw it open up real fast and it, it landed, but I didn't, I didn't pull my, my leg fast enough, you know, I, credit to him. He caught it. 
um, as he was driving me to the to the mat down on the canvas, I remember thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, no, I'm like, I do not want to be on my back this early in the fight against a guy I definitely did not expect to take me down. So right away, I was just, you know, I went into sort of my instincts because, you know, I, I go into rubber guard a lot. It's not really something that I just pulled out of nowhere. Um, it's, it's, it's a go-to of mine because I have the dexterity to do it. And when you have the dexterity to do it in MMA, it's a great idea because not only does it set up a lot of offense, it also is very defensive. I use it more for defense than I use for offense, because obviously like, like, you know, you know, when you're in somebody's guard, you got to kind of posture up a little bit to a, to nullify a lot of the submissions and two is to get good drive down on your strikes if if you're if you're in tight like this anything that he's going to hit me with he's not going to hit me with a lot of fours so started playing that rubber guard and I felt a lot of aggressiveness early he wasn't really being patient with the position so right away I started to try to work the angle and then you know once I got a good angle I started to throw some good elbows I threw my left elbow first and then I thought I broke it you know, cause it all went numb. Cause I threw it so hard at his head. So I was like, okay, well, if this thing is broken, I got to switch my angle and, and throw with the other elbow. I'm not just going to sit down here and keep throwing with a broken elbow. I got to adjust. So I push his head to the other side. I started throwing the other elbow and I started to feel him going to sleep. Like he started doing this because the elbows were putting him out. And then from that point, I had a really good angle. I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and just turn this omoplata. I tried to, I, I wanted to get up to his, um, his back, his lower back, but um, I felt like I couldn't get it in time. So I just captured his lower leg. I said, if I just capture his lower leg, I can eventually climb up to the hip and come up and cinch, cinch in this omoplata all the way. But then I was like, you know what? Uh, in my pre-fight interview with Ed West, he asked me, he said, uh, what is the weather going to look like today? And I told him it's going to be raining punches on Pedro's head. So I said, <laughs> so I thought to myself, you know what, if I, if I cinch in and just finish this omoplata all the way and get the tap, then my journalistic integrity is at stake here. So, <laughs> I, just, so I decided to rain hammer fist down on his head and end the fight. How much do you think you improved since your last fight at LFA? Um, I think I approve, I'm, I improved a lot. I feel like I'm growing a lot because I just, I feel like I'm training very intelligently now. It's not that I trained harder than I ever did. It, it's, it's not even that I just train smarter. I just know how to train. And, um, you know, when my, no, listen to my body, know when I need rest, um, get the, you know, sleep is so important. Oh, yeah. Um, even in between training sessions, if you're training twice a day, you know, train in the morning, take like a small nap. And it just sort of downloads everything that you are working on into your brain and then go back, train some more, go to sleep, download all of that. It, it really helps. When's your uh, next fight going to be? And I know you called out a couple different people for your after your last fight. Um, so we're, I'm not positive when the next fight is going to be. I do have a fight lined up uh, with Ruff. Uh, coming up in 2023 against Gabe Rodriguez. We know that that's, that fight is going to happen. It's about getting a date. Um, as far as the next fight, um, there was uh, an opportunity to fight on January 6th at LFA, um, but it was against an old training partner, friend of mine. So I turned down the, the opportunity. Um, so right now I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I want to look at international fights. I want to try to 
broaden myself internationally a little bit. So uh, my management team is in talks with Budo Cento Championship out in Mexico City. Nice. So that would that'd be a really cool uh, show and uh, to get on and, you know, get some exposure in front of the, uh, the Mexican fans and, uh, you know. How far do you think you could take this for, as a career? I think I could take it pretty far. I mean, I, I feel like I uh, developed quick. I de I've developed quick at this point in the sport, and I think I'm going to keep growing. And um, I think I understand the business side of the game a little bit, but, you know, better than the average fighter does. Uh, which really, which is really important. You know, you have to think of it as a business because, you know, the promoters, the matchmakers, they look at you as, as, as a number, they look at you as, okay, well, what can you generate for me? That's exactly it's, it is a business. They call it, they don't ever use, I always tell fighters don't ever use the term monology, the fight game. It is not the fight game. It is the fight business. Once you start looking at it as a business, your, your, your aspect changes. Or you could use uh, sports entertainment. Yeah. yeah, like pro wrestling does, right? Exactly. So what do you do when you're not training? And uh, do, do you, what else? Do you have a job besides fighting? Yeah, I, I produce for iHeartRadio. I'm a sports producer for them. So um, I, I work uh, a lot of the West Coast and mountain markets like L.A., San Fran, uh, here in Phoenix too, Denver, et cetera. Um, been doing that for a little bit. And before that I was, uh, an anchor. Um, so I have, I have a degree from Arizona state in journalism and mass communication that I can use at any point. Uh, and I am using it right now just to, you know, make some money on the side. I'm just kind of doing it part-time because I have other things I want to work on, like, you know, mixed martial arts and acting and, and, you know, who knows, maybe even, maybe even pro wrestling down the line. We'll see. You definitely had a good promo. I don't know if you want to say it real quick, like last time, a little quick one. Well, you know, I, I, I uh, talked about uh, calling out the, the Island Boys and, uh, you know, uh, we have not heard any uh, <laughs> anything back from them yet. I think they're scared, uh, obviously, you know, and everybody's been telling me, hey, you know, why don't you call out real fighters? I said, hey, I'm going to fight these guys two on one. So I can't fight real fighters two-on-one, but I can fight those guys two-on-one. And I think it'd be a really interesting fight. Yeah, I think you're going to get that sanction and maybe like Russia or Thailand, one of those crazy promotions. But I'd, be, I'd definitely watch that one. <laughs> I'm hoping in Dagestan we could go to Mahachkala and, and, and do it over there. Oh, yeah, they got some uh, crazy ones too. They even have like kids fighting over there too. It's, it's nuts. Do you have any uh, sponsors or anybody you want to give a shout out to? Um, I just want to give a shout out to round five sports and entertainment. They're my management team. As far as sponsors, I have not accepted any sponsorships at this point in my career. I've kind of, it's not that I'm not willing to accept sponsorship. It's just that, uh, at a lot of time, in, at a lot of points, I like to stay a little bit independent of those kind of things, like of outside influence, because if you have, you know, those out, outside influences a little bit, I think it can, um, it can hinder some of the things that I want to do in this sport a little bit. So, um, so yeah, right now, no sponsorship. I've declined all sponsorships to this point. I could definitely see if you have certain sponsors where you would not want, you know, mm -hmm. they, they, they find a way to influence the way that you fight or who you fight and where you fight and, and the way you behave and the things that you say. And I just don't want to be hindered like that. I like to have fun with, with, with the sport. One last question I forgot to ask you. Who are your favorite fighters and any fighters that styles that you like? 
that you try to emulate? Uh, my favorite fighters. So growing up, uh, Brock Lesnar was the guy that got me uh, hooked on the sport. And then George St. Pierre was the guy that made me want to become a fighter. Uh, so those two are like OGs. I was always a big fan of BJ Penn as well. Oh, yeah. uh, John Jones, obviously, for obvious reasons, he's a monster. Huge fan of him. Um, right now, like the current guys, Hamza Chemaev is my favorite guy that's currently in the UFC. Um, I like the, the way he fights. I like that um, there's a lot of people that dislike him. because uh, <laughs> I kind of like that and he kind of just plays into it. You know, if, if you're going to be the bad guy, do it right. And Hamza is the perfect bad guy. Habib, I love his style too. Such a smart fighter. Um, the Diaz brothers grew up big fans of the Diaz brothers. I mean, how can you not like the way that those guys oh, yeah. uh, scrap? I mean, all heart with those guys. I mean, and, and awesome boxing and jujitsu. Well, thanks again. Have a happy new year. I really appreciate this. And uh, I'll talk to you later. Appreciate it, Carlos. Have a good one, thanks. my man. You too, bro.